0: I Heart Communities, thank you so much for listening as we begin the new year off with our friend, Jason Jacobowski, who is the president and CEO of Connecticut Food Share. Hi, Jason.
1: Hey, Renee. Happy New Year. How are you? I'm well.
0: Happy New Year to you and to your team at Connecticut Food Share. Oh, my gosh. You guys, uh, God bless you for what you did in 2022. 2020, you were feeding everyone here in the state of Connecticut, now combined uh, the largest food bank in, in our state, I guess. I don't know if I say that the right way, but you're, you know, obviously you combined Connecticut Food Share or Food Bank and Food Share in 2020. 21 now leading off 2022 as a huge provider of food for the entire state of Connecticut. So uh, tell us where what you're looking at and how you're mapping out the new year
1: yeah it was definitely the the, the running joke in our office is we're hopeful that it, that it's a less eventful year in twenty twenty two than it was in twenty twenty one because between um you know twenty twenty one started in the middle of a in the middle of a pandemic and then we had the merger between the two legacy food banks. but uh you know we're about eleven months into that now. We are one statewide food bank. i, I think we're 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 excited. we're moving forward you know unfortunately, so last year last year alone. We did 47 million meals. That was the total for last year. And, uh, and you were a big part of that, and your listeners were a big part of that, uh, whether it was collecting food or whether it was collecting money. But 47 million meals across the state of Connecticut. People forget that Connecticut is a state in which 1 in 10 people live in poverty. You don't think of that. You think of Connecticut, and you think of, oh, the richest state in the country. But there's still 10 you know, percent of Connecticut residents live in poverty. And that's you know, unacceptable to us.
0: Well, how can we continue the mission and help you? Because I know, you know, last year and towards the end of last year, all of the the larger food distribution sites wrapped up, like, you know, the, the Rensselaer Field and some of the other parts the of the state, ones. the emergency yeah, yeah, ones, yeah, I should yep, say. Yep, right. Right. Good. Yep. Good way to say that the emergency ones wrapped up. Yep. But your regular mobile sites are still still up and running. But do you feel or see that we may need to bring up another emergency distribution or, or what do you think? I,
1: I don't know. I hope we, I hope we don't. They were very, as you know, you were out there and every time you were out there, it rained. Sorry about that. So, so we, we prefer you not to be out. There. <laughs> we, don't, we don't want the rain pouring down. but um, you know, the, they were very expensive distributions. They were not the most efficient distributions. They cost a lot of money. They were not the easiest way of getting food out to people. It's not the most humane way of getting food out to people. Um, so we have no, we're, we're not planning to bring them back right now. Of course, You know, we have taken a couple steps back in terms of in terms of where we are in terms of COVID. Um, You know, we're starting to restrict uh, visitors into our buildings. We're starting to restrict the number of volunteers we have again. I wouldn't say we're back to square one, um, but we're definitely not as out of the woods as we were a couple of uh, a couple of months ago. So um, so that all said. We still have our entire network up and running, and I think that's the important thing. When COVID first hit in March of of 2020, a lot of pantries shut down, a lot of mobile sites shut down. Uh, That's not the case right now. We've got a a network of 700 strong out there all across the state of Connecticut, 100 different mobile sites that people can go to, uh, more than 500 different pantries and and, and partner programs, uh, and we've done everything that we can to help them. Um, to help them continue to do their services uh, whether it's food distribution or we've also helped the state of Connecticut in terms of some of the distribution of, of, of tests to our local to our local pantries. So the network is strong and it's, and it's up and running. We're not looking at making any major changes to our distribution right now. Knock on wood.
0: Knock, knock on wood. And if people want to make an easy online donation to help continue your mission, they can go to ctfoodshare.org. Is that correct? ctfoodshare.org.
1: Yeah, ab, ab, absolutely. I mean, the, the people of Connecticut and, and you know this, your listeners certainly know this, uh, and you saw this firsthand at, at, at Turkey Tuesday and at a lot of our other events towards the end of the year. So generous. I mean, the, the 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 reason we're able to do what we do throughout the holidays and throughout the entire rest of the year is because of the generosity of of Connecticut, uh, of, of of individuals here in Connecticut, corporations and here in Connecticut philanthropic organizations here in Connecticut. But yes, anybody who wants to donate can go to ctfoodshare.org they can make a a, uh, a donation there are a few volunteer slots many of them outside that are still available uh, you might be able to sign up for uh, for one of those as well. But we do have a, a, a lower number of volunteers than we typically do just because we're in kind of COVID protocol for the next couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, I think people are kind of scaling back a lot of things for, for January anyway. But as we head towards uh, the winter months, and it looks like Mother Nature may give us a winter in New England. I'm not certain, or yeah. at least here in Connecticut. So, you know, I, I, I do love the, the cold and the snow. But I think as I get older, I appreciate that it's a little easier when it's not so... Uh, not so bad out there for people who are in need, but I just wonder, what, you know, what are some of the things that you need donated if, if people want to go to their local food banks and pantries? You know, what are some of the common things, obviously non-perishable, but can you suggest things for people?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Look, you're, you're, the general rule is, if you're looking to donate money, you're always better off donating the money to a to a food bank because we are able to purchase more with those dollars. If you're interested in donating food, you can always donate that food to your local food pantry. We have a whole list of them on our our, our website. But uh, basically, the, the the staples are what I think people are looking for. You know, cans cans of soup, peanut butter, tuna fish, that type of thing, are always uh, are always good items. Especially because they're they're shelf stable and they'll last through the winter. The difficult thing during the winter for us is produce, because here in Connecticut, obviously, there's not a lot of produce grown in the middle of the uh, of the winter time. So we're bringing it in from other states. But we do take, we do purchase a lot of produce. Uh, we do get a lot of it donated from some of the grocery stores. So we do our best to be able to uh, to get as much produce as we can out to uh, to individuals. But if somebody is looking to to collect food in their neighborhood, for example, uh, a good old-fashioned can drive is probably the, uh, the, the the best way to go during yeah. the winter months.
0: Yeah, beans, soups, uh, peanut butter, a lot of yep. protein, uh, things like that, and of course, baby formula is always... Uh, is, that, is that something that you're able to do or you don't do baby formula? And we
1: usually don't deal because it's so highly regulated, but yep. uh, it doesn't mean that you couldn't go to a local pantry and try to donate some. I mean, the baby formula is, is definitely very very heavily sought after. There's a lot of Organizations and a lot of individuals that, that need baby formula, especially this time of year, uh, we've done we did some work with the Office of Early Childhood uh, here in um, in the state of Connecticut and the Department of Agriculture. Uh, we had a huge purchase of, uh, of of baby formula towards the end of the calendar year, um, so trying to get as much of that out to our. Uh, to our, our agencies as possible so it's it's you know it, it's one of those products that we don't get often but when we do uh, certainly agencies and and um And and pantries uh, like it because, hey, you know, babies need to eat just like everybody else.
0: Yeah. And it's expensive. Boy, there's so many things going on in the new year that's
1: very expensive.
0: We're we're hoping to see more of a light at the end of this pandemic tunnel. I said it all last year. And, you know, we're going to try not to get discouraged. We're going to try to be positive. The best thing we can do is be kind to one another, be respectful of one another and just remain hopeful and help our neighbors. And one way you can do that is by helping to feed them. Please visit ctfoodshare.org. I'll have all the links up at this interview at mycommunityaccess.com. You can find out about volunteering. You can find out about donating. And as Jason mentioned, you can find out about a pantry in your town, whether it be that you need it or you can donate to. You can even call 211. Jason, congratulations on being a co-host of this show. I'm going to have you on a bazillion times this year.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Renee. Great talking to you. Hope, hope 2022 is great for you and Sal and everybody over there.
0: You too and your family. And say hello to the team at Connecticut Food Share. Thanks, Jason. Thanks.